Thank you all for joining today for the next episode of Your Double Podcast. My name is Danielle Daura, co-founder of Find My Parent. I'm pleased to be joined today with Basil Sharaf, my co-host for this episode. Today, we'll be talking with Mohammed Alayubi, a lawyer based in Lebanon. Mohammed is a lawyer and founder of Ayubi Law Firm in Lebanon. He specializes in civil and family law, including international parental abduction cases. He successfully got various children that were abducted to Lebanon and not a member of the Hague Convention returned home. He's founder of I Hope Civil Organization, which lobbies and leads on campaigns, holds a legal clinic, and develops strategic studies concerning abduction and migration issues. I Hope is also joined into a strategic partnership with Find My Parent, the American-based ISTAN Network, and French-Lebanese NGO Life Project for Youth. If you'd like to follow the work that IHOPE's doing and subscribe to their newsletter, you can, you can do so by visiting their website, www.ihope.world. I'd like to hand over the mic to my colleague, Basil, to introduce himself. My name is Basil Sheriff. I have personally experienced international parental abduction. My three daughters were taken from the Kingdom of Bahrain to the United States. As we're recording this podcast on the 13th of April, 2022, it has been 1,025 days since I've seen, heard, spoken to, or enjoyed contact with my children. If you want to hear more about my personal story, you may listen to my podcast interview recorded earlier this year at www.findmyparent.org. Mohammed, many of our listeners may not know much about Lebanon and the issue of domestic and international parental abduction in Lebanon. Can you give us a bit of background information on this issue specific to Lebanon? Uh, obviously, dear uh, Daniel, when we are uh, presented with an uh, international parental child abduction case, we are faced with three main obstacles as lawyers. Uh, for example, Lebanon, even uh, is no signatory to the Hague Convention, uh, uh, but uh, it's it, it's more uh, and it's very uh, very important to know that its personal status matters are governed by religious laws. So believe just in one country, uh, we have more than 18 religious sects and each governs personal status according to its own regulations. Let's take child custody, for example. Uh, let's say uh, for the Catholic Christian's custody, is granted uh, till the age of uh, seven, seven or eight. Uh, I should go back to the law. For the Orthodox Christians, it's a little bit more. Uh, for the Sunni Muslims, it's for 12 years old. For the Shia Muslims, it's for only two years old, and so on. So just keep in mind, this is just one single country regarding one single topic. And you know, when you have a various uh, regula uh, regulations and various laws, it's not easy to, to, to maintain a, a, a one procedures or a one fact or a one pass. So we don't have one general regulation applied to everyone 
regard, regarding uh, custody rights. And uh, parental child abduction uh, is not regarded as a crime in Lebanon. And uh, therefore, uh, there are no criminal charges on parents who forcefully, uh, let's say, uh, take their children. So it's not a crime in Lebanon. And it's a very important thing to mention when we uh, would make a comparison between uh, Europe or uh, uh, United States of America and Lebanon, let me be clear, parental child abduction, it's not regarded as a crime in Lebanon. And as I told you, we cannot generalize and use precedents of previous cases. So if we win one case, we cannot uh, win the other. It's not necessary a condition even if they are similar, uh, if they are of similar circumstances. And especially when we have uh, many sects or different sects. So uh, in, uh, uh, if I can give you an example, we have two American moms, uh, uh, Littleton's case, Michelle Littleton, and uh, Rola Hamadi's case. Littleton was in the Sunni court and Hamadi, was in the Shia court. We finished Littleton's case within two years, and we are still uh, in uh, uh, Rola Hamadi's case like for four years, and we, we didn't achieve uh, uh, a good situation till now. So we cannot generalize and use precedents of previous cases, especially when you have many courts, different courts, because they are belonging to different sects. I hope uh, that I answered your question. Yes, definitely. So just to make sure that I understand that correctly. It's weird, yeah. There is, there it is. It's, it's very weird. The There's no the civil then marriage in Lebanon. Is that correct? No, no, we don't have a civil marriage, but Lebanon recognize any civil marriage if it, uh, if, uh, uh, the the you know the the husband and the wife make this marriage uh, outside Lebanon. So if if you are Lebanese and you you had a civil marriage outside Lebanon, you can register this civil marriage in Lebanon. But you can't make any civil marriage in Lebanon because it's it's, it's prohibited. It's uh, against the law. Okay, and so when a marriage falls apart and divorce happens then the, there are different courts depending on the religion of the mother and father. And that's the court they go to, correct? This, different courts and different laws. So if you are Lebanese, let me give you an example. If you are a Lebanese and you uh, have marriage with a Muslim American, so you are both Muslim, even you have a civil marriage uh, by the Lebanese law, the jurisdiction, uh, would be held for the uh, Sunni court. If you are a Muslim Lebanese and you had a marriage with a Christian American, so you don't have any jurisdiction in the Sunni court, it will be for the uh, uh, civil court, but they will not apply the Lebanese law in the civil court regarding this uh, marriage. They will apply the U.S. laws in the civil court in Lebanon. So you see, we have many, uh, we have many, uh, as I told you, we can generalize. We have, we have many, uh, we, we said in, in French, as I told you, uh, 
a probability, probability. So it's not like A plus B equals C. No, every case has uh, its own uh, conditions, uh, situations, and every case need a uh, independent strategy. And and because of all these things, we have a crucial problem concerning the IPCA. So you can't just rely on precedents as they make uh, in in US. Uh, in the United States of America or in, in, in many different uh, countries. No, every case has the, uh, the, the, the ABC of, uh, of its, the, uh, her own ABC. And you can, as I told you, and we are always uh, repeating the same thing, we cannot generalize and use the precedence of previous cases. Yeah, that seems like a, a major challenge for then families and legal professionals in Lebanon. So if I understood correctly, when a divorce happens and child custody is decided in Lebanon, it's based on the age of the child. So if the child is a certain age, the child goes with the mother and a certain age goes with the father. And it's not based on the best interest of the child. Is that correct? Yes. <clears throat> when we are talking about uh, custody, the, the, the general theory is concerning the age. But also we have many uh, contradictions things, and I hope that uh, uh, we will not argue in this or we will not uh, talk in this, but, I, but just an overview, <clears throat> I will give you an, another example. Even uh, concerning to the age, if the children belong to the mom, the, the father can use uh, many uh, defense in the religious court, and one of them that she is a Christian and she is not a Muslim, so the 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 the, the Muslim children will not uh, be 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 raising in a uh, Muslim ambience. So yeah, it might also take the custody from the 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 mother, even if uh, that she can apply for this custody concerning the uh, age of the children. So as I told you, it's. It's it's so we don't have one theory. So you have many things, and and and, and every day uh, you can use something in defense. You can use uh, uh, another precedent in another case. Uh, you can uh, merge and convert between uh, civil cases and uh, uh, Sharia law court cases. So it's a long story for the lawyer, and he will fix or he will prepare a strategy for every each case, regardless uh, if they have similar uh, points or not. And, and how, how rampant is domestic and international parental abduction in Lebanon? Like, how much is it happening? Uh, obviously, we have a lot of parental abduction cases uh, domestically, uh, but there's almost always disregarded as family disputes. Uh, and not something serious enough for the authorities to be involved in. I don't know if you if you understand the situation, but they call the abduction uh, as a family dispute. And not something serious enough, as I told you, for the authorities to be involved in. So the first response you would hear is, oh, well, that's their mother or father. It's not kidnapping if there's the child's parents. So it's not kidnapping. 
if their mother or father took the children, even without consent of the other party. So the general education on the topic is almost non-existent. And the culture here, uh, let's say, tends to not be involved in resolving family disputes. So they will gossip a lot about it, but never take a stand to resolve it. And this is the main uh, role of, uh, of I hope later. Uh, we will we will come to this point, uh, I guess, uh, next uh, uh, in this uh, podcast. But it's it's very necessary to know that I hope uh, was uh, created because of these problems. So uh, one of the aspects that I hope try to work on uh, on on that on this uh, is uh, to to try to uh, make a new codification, a new laws that make the abduction. A, a felony in Lebanon, not just uh, 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 saying that the abduction is like a family dispute. I I know that we have uh, we need time and we need uh, many uh, uh, legal studies to make uh, concerning the Lebanese situation and the Lebanese public order. But we are on the way, and I guess we will achieve this with, with all our partner and especially find my parents. Absolutely. So you are working very actively on trying to change legislation in Lebanon so that parental abduction is considered a crime domestically and obviously internationally, correct? Yes. Very, very good. That's very exciting stuff. Thank you. And 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 Denise, especially you, you can you can give the, the, the right opinion because you know uh, you you you've been uh, a visitor to us like two or three times and you know how we work. So it's a privilege to us that you can know us uh, more than uh, uh, than before. And uh, believe me, it's a very important and humanitarian work, uh, whether in Lebanon or in all the MENA region. We have a very lack of information, of, of, of database, of, of uh, the techniques of the advocacy concerning the IPCA in the MENA regions. It's, it's, a, it's very weird that I'm looking... Uh, usually, I'm I'm trying to to chasing all the cases uh, in the MENA region uh, and know about them. Now I was surprised uh, because of uh, Basile's case. I I do not know anything before uh, concerning this. And now uh, you you can say how we have a, a huge lack concerning the database uh, uh, concerning the uh, IPCA in the MENA region. Yeah, so it's happening, but we don't have this official or any statistics to show that it's happening. Yes, yes, and we should work on this uh, mm-hmm. issues to 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 maintain a uh, uh, new results. Absolutely, especially here, Lebanon and the MENA region. So, Basile, if you want to jump in and ask a bit about the Middle East, I think it fits in well here. Yeah, sort of leads us into the next yeah. question. <clears throat> so I'll start. Well, when we talk about parental abduction in the Middle East, uh, many people. Uh, outside of the region, uh, particularly perhaps in North America, may rely on a movie in the 1990s called Not Without My Daughter. And their impression is that children are abducted from the West to the Middle East. But that isn't always the case. And that is perhaps only one part of the issue. Uh, Can you tell us about the trends of alienation from the Middle East to the West? And have you had any experience in dealing with cases of reuniting families uh, where the children have been removed from Lebanon and taken to a third country? Mm. It's, it's a very 
good uh, question. Let me tell you before that I didn't attend yet the, the film, the movie. Uh, many, many people uh, mentioned the, the movie uh, for me, but I didn't attend yet. So I should, I should watch it as up to, 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 you know, to, to know everything about it in the movie. But about the cases, uh, the, the converted cases, let me say, yes, uh, recently I have a cousin of mine who is a victim of parental child abduction in which his wife abducted their children to USA. So yes, and and let me let me uh, speak something uh, uh, about this. You know, and for the West, for the Western countries, the general vision of Arab man is controlling and tyrannical. You know, but in reality, many of the abduction cases, uh, whether from Lebanon or the MENA region, is of mothers abducting their children from their fathers. So yes, we have. Several uh, uh, cases, and I knew about many cases. But for me, uh, my cousin, uh, he is my first uh, client because usually, you know, it's so hard for a lawyer to, uh, it's so hard for a Lebanese lawyer to work in the USA courts. So I'm trying, I will try my best this year. Uh, as I told you before, I'm going from July to December, and I will try to start the case for, for my cousin. He had uh, one uh, baby born uh, child. Uh, her wife, uh, his wife, uh, take the, the child. Uh, uh, his wife, obviously, uh, make the, uh, the, the baby born in America, and she refused to, uh, to come back. And it was, it, was, it was not like that, the plan. The plan was uh, that, he will, that she will go to the USA. She will give uh, uh, the baby born life after the operation. And after that, she will come to, uh, to Lebanon. But uh, later, she refused to come back to Lebanon. And now it's a parental child abduction from Lebanon to USA. So for parents in such situations as these... Um, what advice can you offer the you parents? Know, it, it's it's normally devastating, and you know it's, it will 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 bring pain. Whether it's uh, the mother was a left behind mother or the father, whether if uh, if she is an American or she or he is a Lebanese or or from uh, Bahrain or anyone. So it's not like <clears throat> when we are talking about abduction, we have an abduction, and it's it's the same whether for the mom or for the father. Yes, I have my concern, and usually uh, uh, I am the one who, who supports the, the mom, uh, the, the mother uh, situation, okay? But also uh, we, should, we should shed light uh, concerning the, 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 the father problem because of the, uh, his uh, abduction ch abducted children. So uh, uh, it is true that the Middle East is a patriarchal society, and therefore women tend to abduct their children to the West, where their rights are more preserved. So yes, it's a new problem now in the MENA region. Usually, uh, as uh, you said, uh, Basile, uh, usually we heard about uh, abduction from America to Lebanon or to uh, Arabic countries. Now it's starting. <clears throat> in the reverse. And for this relation between, for example, Lebanon and United States, uh, it's believe me, it's, it's disaster because you don't have exactly the laws you want to uh, apply 
or implement in this case. So do you refer to the Lebanese laws? Do you, ref, do, you, do you refer to the American laws? Or you will refer to the Hague Convention since that the USA is a signatory of this convention. So, and even though that the Hague Convention, regardless of the inability, inability or to implement its articles, it's the most prominent law regulating IPCA till now. So, however, during an assessment done by the IHOPE team, Research and Studies Unit, we pointed out several reasons as to why even signatory countries in the Middle East still struggle to apply its regulation. They can engage with organizations concerned in child protection and IPCA, uh, and you know, obviously, I hope is one of them, of this organization. International organizations shed light on the cases and advocate on, on their end. Uh, each organi organization is familiar uh, with its own context, uh, this way, we can rely on them for data collection, context information, campaign, and legal advocacy. So the, the main, the important uh, uh, condition to resolve any IPCA, it's not up just to the court now or to the Hague Convention. Now we are uh, uh, ready to, 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 to launch international organizations. We have already international organizations that they are shedding light on many cases and they are starting advocating on uh, on their own. So yes, it's a it's a big sector now, uh, Brother Basile. Uh, we should make a big strategy that it contain law, uh, conventions, uh, implementations, and uh, the international organizations' work, whether advocating or uh, shedding light or uh, making lobbies or campaigning. Now it's needed, it's much needed, especially the last, the last 10 uh, years after the, the whole uh, revolution of the social media. Uh, uh, absolutely. I, I have a follow-up question. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Lebanon is not a signatory to the Hague Convention. And the Hague Convention is the most prominent uh, piece of legislation that governs international parental child abduction or child abduction in general. Um, how much of a detriment is it to recovering a child to their home jurisdiction when the country is a non-Hague sig uh, signatory? It's hard. It's very hard. But usually it's a, it's a, lawyer, it's a lawyer's work. So usually we can use many uh, uh, Lebanese regulations to implement for uh, example, uh, a foreign uh, verdict from America. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> In Littleton's case, we start on the Sharia court to deny their jurisdiction. And after that, we, uh, uh, we go forward uh, to uh, implement the American verdict. In another case, I will give you uh, another case like... Uh, uh, Smith's case, she had a, she have a very uh, a talented uh, child, he is Dexter. Uh, we can share uh, information concerning this case. Uh, we didn't <clears throat> go to the uh, Sharia court at all because there is no marriage in the USA. So he was a son out of wedlock. So we go straight forward to implement 
the American verdict without uh, going to the Sharia law, uh, whether Sunni or Shia. So as I told you, for that, you cannot generalize. Even if you don't have, or even that Lebanon is not signatory to the uh, Hague Convention, uh, we succeeded uh, many times to bring back uh, bring back children to U.S. or other countries. And even without uh, using any articles uh, uh, of uh, the Hague Convention, we already used the, the, the Lebanese regulations. And, and uh, believe me, uh, you would be laugh, but we also, uh, myself, uh, I used in, in Littleton's case, I used a law, a French law, implement in Lebanon on 1926. So it's like three years and it will be like 100 years. So it's not like if you, it's not, a, 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 it's not always uh, that you should lose hope if you're, if the president country of, or, or it's the, the, the country where your children were abducted, it's not signatory. You, sh you shouldn't lose hope because believe me, uh, especially on the lawyers' work and now with the international organizations shedding light on, on many cases by advocating and by lobbying, uh, believe me, you will seek and you will find uh, many uh, options and many, many choices regardless the convention has. So it's not like, uh, it's not like, uh, uh, if you don't have uh, a signatory country, you can't bring back your children. No, at all. We succeeded in many times. Not just for one or two and lucky. No, we succeeded many times by implementing the Lebanese regulations itself. And there's been uh, the, the region has been plagued by various conflicts and humanitarian crises. Do you see any link between these situations? and the issue of parental abduction? Yes. You know, uh, the, 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 the conflict, if, uh, if, we, if we will take it on a, a bigger scale, uh, you know, uh, definitely, uh, it's make it more difficult to resolve the problem of parental abduction. We are talking about conflict, of course. So they put the children, let, let me give you an example, what the conflict could uh, prevent to the children. They put the children in harm's way physically and emotionally. The humanitarian crisis plays a huge role in the culture. The child is subjected to when abducted. Uh, let's say uh, when a child is abducted from his home country uh, to a foreign country and uh, forced into a different culture, it might lead to difficulty in social development. So uh, a child is often secluded from uh, society, whether uh, voluntarily or not. And this would cause the beginning of a long road of envy and hatred and uh, uh, all the uh, negative emotions that bottle up and later uh, on are translated through aggressive behavior. And uh, in extreme cases, terrorism. <clears throat> I know many cases, or I, I wrote about many cases, that uh, when you try to integrate falsely a child in a foreign uh, uh, culture, uh, in, in some extreme cases, 
it will provide uh, terrorism. And and we saw many terrorism problem in in uh, the in the EU and especially in France. Uh, many f- many French citizens they are not French uh, just uh, by by the by the ID because they, they were abducted and they they were uh, integrated to uh, many uh, other uh, uh, cultures against the the democracy and against the the French uh, culture let's say so they they, they made later uh, a terrorist uh, uh, operations so yes the conflict uh, and the humanitarian crisis in the middle east uh, just not would interlink with the issue of parental abduction for for, for my opinion i guess uh, i guess it's it's aimed uh, directly to the parental abduction and many problems uh, would be, uh, prevent from uh, this uh, conflict and this uh, humanitarian crisis uh, and uh, many uh, bad situations in the Middle East now. So, well, what do you think would be the three most important things, um, in your opinion, that would need to be done to address both a domestic and parental abduction in Lebanon and in the wider Middle East? Uh, uh, you want me to specify uh, three most important things? You know, you have many things, but let's say... Uh, uh, the first thing would be, uh, of, of course, uh, engaging the society into it. As we said, we need to spread awareness on the matter. Uh, not everyone knows parental abduction exists. Uh, they don't understand the, the dangers uh, of it and the harm it does physically, uh, emotionally, uh, uh, let's say mentally, uh, to the parent and the child especially. Uh, the second thing I'm, I'm thinking about is that we need to advocate, not just spreading awareness. We the advocate it must. So we need to advocate and put the pressure on authorities to take action. Uh, I just remember <clears throat> the American uh, 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 in, uh, in the two American cases in Lebanon. They, they they make a, they make a, a, a big noise concerning Lebanon and concerning uh, some problems they uh, they had uh, many representatives that uh, they, they made a revolution in the USA concerning the IPCA I remember Marco Rubio uh, representative Marco Rubio representative Bill Posey uh, representative Christopher Smith no uh, you can uh, you can give a note when 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 you see uh, how 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 important uh, you can achieve by advocacy, and uh, we saw this uh, this initiative with the American, and they they were great. So yes, we need to advocate and put pressure on authorities to take action because it's not just the legal work that uh, it can help you or help any left behind the parent. The advocacy, it's, it's a must. And the, the third thing uh, that, you know, like uh, all uh, countries are suffered from, is that we need to change the laws. We, we need to make, uh, uh, if you want, an update all the time to, moder- to modernize them. Uh, we need to have laws 
uh, that are uh, capable of adapting to each problem uh, when it arises, when it arises. Uh, and uh, we should generalize, and we should generalize them in a way uh, that we don't have obstacles uh, when implementing in them. And believe me, uh, many actions in Lebanon are st was stopped just because of these obstacles, uh, the the obstacle of implementing. So we need also to change the laws. We need to make a. Uh, an update uh, draft, an updated draft is to this law. We should modernize them. And we can't modernize them if we didn't uh, select the path of the first two things, the, to spread awareness and to make a real and a huge advocacy. Because of those things, two things, we can achieve to the third uh, important things uh, uh, as uh, your questions uh, are, uh, was, sorry. So uh, we need to change the laws by using and adapting and uh, uh, helping by the advocacy and spreading awareness in, in, in many sectors, whether in legal studies, whether in campaigning, whether in lobbying, whether in, in making uh, a new bails concerning the, you know, the bail, uh, a new laws. Uh, uh, a draft for a new law, a law to, to, to apply. So for me, this is the three most important, and I hope that I uh, uh, answer your question because it's really need uh, a specific things. So uh, many things, many important things also uh, you can add to the uh, domestic, even to the international parental abduction in Lebanon is to uh, 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 make uh, if you want uh, to say uh, uh, to let to find some representative representative from the parliament to 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 make a, a move for for you and for your case. So many things, many important things you can uh, you can make to 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 uh, to try to uh, uh, put uh, uh, the case on the. Uh, uh, right road. So you mentioned some of the deficiencies and some of the um, important items that should be addressed. Um, but many jurisdictions do have laws on the books concerning abduction. Do you think that the courts, in your experience that you have worked in, have the capability and understanding to evaluate international parental child abduction? particularly as child abduction by a parent will often go hand in hand with alienation. Do you find that the courts can implement the laws that are in the books, or do you think that there are difficulties in the courts to find, um, uh, find a solution for this family problem? <clears throat> Uh, every case uh, has its own uh, situations, has its own opportunities. So uh, I can't uh, assume and I can't give you a one answer because I might use the two ways. Uh, I can give you uh, like, a, I can shed light on my legal profession uh, with my first ITCA case. Uh, uh, I guess I can, uh, it can give you uh, many answers 
but usually <clears throat> you can't rely on one situation you can't rely on one law even if you have laws even if you have many things to to help because uh, every case especially in lebanon we are talking about lebanon more than the mina region uh, especially when you have uh, uh, diversity of sects and of laws you can't assume to make one uh, strategy or one situation or one answer so you should uh, uh, find your legal path as a lawyer and you should work, and you should work on on this uh, path and believe me many times we we change the strategy in the middle of everything so yes uh, you you might uh, uh, refer to, to to many things to, to to handle your case. And on the cases that you've handled concerning this issue, how long do these cases generally take to go through the court system? I had cases that uh, uh, we finished them in nine months. Also, I have cases that we uh, we achieve. Uh, uh, a uh, nice end, a good end, a happy end uh, after two years and three months. Also, I have uh, a one that took like four years. So you don't have, as I told you, and as I'm always saying, you don't have like a, a, a common uh, situation or a common time to, to, uh, to, uh, to make up as a president for all uh, left behind the parent. And once a case is resolved in the courts, have you had uh, issues or difficulties with respect to enforcement of the final judgment? Let me uh, let me let me describe to you uh, my my first IPCA case because because I guess it would uh, uh, clarify uh, many things, whether in the implementation, uh, whether it was the ISF, the 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 internal security. Uh, uh, or the, uh, government in Lebanon, uh, usually, uh, and let me tell you this, uh, my first uh, IPCA case was back in 2017. And I had legally represented a woman uh, whose uh, husband would not allow her to see her children after divorce. It was not uh, an abduction case because the father had custody rights. So we are starting uh, with uh, your uh, question from the domestic uh, cases. Uh, it was not an abduction because, as I told you, because the father had custody rights, but it was extremely similar. So I was uh, uh, referred uh, by one to her as a family law attorney. And from this moment, I start my international <clears throat> legal uh, work with uh, left behind uh, whether mother or uh, left me uh, left behind the parent. So, as I told you, I, uh, Mrs. Uh, Littleton appointed me uh, appointed me as her lawyer, and uh, she contacted me, uh, and she told me that her husband had abducted her three children to Lebanon. And uh, after uh, like two years and three months to five months in court, we were able to win the case and successfully return the children home. So in, in all this uh, discourse, we used the Sharia court and we succeed in it. Later, 
the civil court and later the executional court. And this is the very big important thing concerning the IPCA in Lebanon and the MENA region. Because usually you might take a verdict for your benefit or for your interest, but you can't implement what mentioned in this verdict. We, we make 13 lawsuits in just one case. So it's like, it's like uh, uh, become uh, this case has become a general case. <laughs> and, and you can refer to many cases, uh, even though you can't always uh, generalize as, as we said. So after two years in court, uh, we were able to win the case and successfully return the children home. And uh, after scoring a win, several left behind parents starting reaching out. Uh, some cases were successful, others we not. Others were not. Some uh, of the parents were patient and trusting of me and the process, but others were uh, extremely uh, skeptical uh, or would be angry with me if the case was not successful. And this uh, and this thing uh, refer us again to your first question about the, the feeling. I guess uh, Daniel asked me this uh, question about the feeling uh, of the parent, of the left behind parent, whether if, uh, if a wife or a husband. And we find this, especially uh, with dealing uh, concerning the, the the lawsuits. So you know, when when a parent hired you uh, hire you for 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 uh, uh, abduction case, uh, he will have uh, a highest purposes or a, or a highest expectations. But believe me, uh, many many uh, cases uh, we. We, we face many problems in, in many cases. And for that, you, you see that the, 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 the left behind parent become more uh, skeptical, uh, more angry. Uh, I hope people understand that uh, as an attorney, I can do the, I can do the best uh, that I can and exhaust all my, op my options. But usually uh, I cannot guarantee the return of the child home, especially we, we, when we are talking uh, about uh, Lebanon as a uh, different situations, uh, countries in it. This kind of progresses uh, take a lot of time and require a lot of patience. And, and this is uh, the, 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 the main purpose that uh, we should focus on advocacy to say to the parents that they should be patient. They, they should, uh, I know it's, it's not easy for any uh, uh, left behind parent that uh, he, he is losing uh, uh, her, ch her children or his children. It's a crucial, it's, I know it's, it's very catastrophe, but also the left behind parent uh, should be patient, should be patient, uh, 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 and he should, uh, uh, it's, it's not my duty to say this, but he should uh, be related more to, to to God and to 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 to, to hire uh, the children and uh, uh, the coming back of them if it's if it's uh, uh, if we can achieve it or not. So many things we should discuss with the lie with the parent with the left behind parent before to to make any legal deal or before to make any uh, legal appointment. Believe me, uh, in in many cases. We didn't bring bring back the children, but we we make uh, meditations 
and the, now the 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 the, the left the parents are uh, connecting with uh, their uh, abducted abducted children like three uh, three times per per week. So I know we didn't uh, achieve our. Uh, a happy ending in that to bring back the children to the to their habitual domicile yes but uh, we 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 kind of make a a settlement to 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 permit to the uh, lifted behind parent to to, con to, to connect with uh, her or uh, his uh, abducted children you don't have always you don't you can't seek always a happy ending Believe me, especially in the IPCA cases. So you mentioned that your first IPCA case was in 2017. What is it about IPCA that made you dedicate so much of your professional time? Look, uh, ma many human concepts, it's, it's not, at least for me, I didn't accept the fact that uh, uh, a husband uh, mocked out of uh, his wife, and he told her that he will come to Lebanon with the kids for uh, uh, for you know for for uh, for Ramadan, for for that the children can spend Ramadan with the family. And after he bring back the children to Lebanon, he just uh, uh, took the passport and he informed the. The mother that uh, she will never see her children. Believe me, when when you uh, hear this uh, information, when you when you hear this sad stories, you can't just uh, say that okay, um, uh, you have my, my I, I'm emphasizing with your uh, I'm emphasizing with your case, but I can't uh, uh, make anything. It's hard for me as a human before as a lawyer. So let me uh, tell you, uh, I I was have no intention to start IPCA cases because as uh, we 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 mentioned uh, before, uh, I I had a, a master degree in the private law, especially in the civil and the commercial cases. After that, I uh, I find that the the, the IPCA case. It's very contradictive case, very, very, very picky. So you can use the the law and uh, its opponent. So you know, in the in the law uh, life, you have many laws, and you have also many laws against the the first laws. <clears throat> so the IPCA case, it's about strategy. It's about uh, uh, find the, the 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 important or the 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 the, the nicest uh, situation situation to to implement to the to the single case, and uh, believe me, I I found myself in the IPCA cases, so I continue in this field. It was by luck, believe me. Uh, uh, if we want to to and if we want if we have the time to to mention uh, uh, a story about it. Uh, I handle uh, a domestic uh, uh, abduction and I bring back the custody for the mother. Uh, the new the new husband of this mother, uh, of the left behind the mother, he was working as a as a chauffeur in uh, in uh, USA for a Lebanese uh, family, I guess. 
and they uh, and this Lebanese family, <clears throat> they have a daughter called Janine Kibara. If if my uh, if I remember her name, Janine Kibara, and she was the the friend of and asked her uh, about uh, a Lebanese lawyer. So she asked her chauffeur, and her chauffeur uh, told her that Muhammad uh, Ayubi was able to bring back uh, the children of her of his wife from her ex-husband. And uh, it was like this. So she contacted me, and we talked about everything, and uh, we started this journey. The same thing with uh, with. The same thing with the Canadian uh, mother. She didn't brought back her children back to to Canada, and she stopped. Uh, uh, but you know, when when you make a a, a, a big uh, opinions and a big discourse, you might come to a personal cases. But in an overview, uh, Shelly Maria Bayak didn't bring back her children to Lebanon. To, to Canada, but she came to, to Lebanon for one month, and we win a verdict that allows her to see her children five times per week during her uh, traveling to Lebanon. So it's not like 100% abduction. So as I told you, many cases uh, could finish with, uh, with settlement, was, could finish with uh, uh, meditations, and uh, could finish with winning. In, uh, in the court. Have you uh, maintained contact with uh, your former clients or the children that were involved in these cases? And do you have any insight as to the yes. outcome? Yes, of course. Long-term outcome? Yes, of course. I, the, um, I, the court hearings? Yes. And, and also, I, I uh, told my, uh, my old uh, clients uh, that they finished uh, dealing with me that uh, again uh, we have a new condition and we have a new uh, situations and we have a new opportunity to win back our case uh, some, some some of them respond uh, some of them didn't respond and uh, i know many of uh, this family in person especially when uh, uh, i uh, went to uh, usa last september and I was a member in uh, the, the eighth international conference concerning the international abduction. And yes, I, I met uh, in person uh, four of my clients. Uh, we, we already finished with two, and I have now uh, uh, uncompleted uh, cases, one from US and one from Canada. So yes, the, 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 the connection and the, the, the physical even uh, connection between the lawyer and uh, his client, uh, it's a very important thing concerning the IPCA, especially that these cases are uh, in a way or in another in the human sector. So you need to, to, to make a, a, a physical or a, a, a very uh, 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 well connection with your client concerning all these cases. And can you share some insight from the children, from the child's perspective, um, when they've been returned? Uh, what has been the outcome? Um, you know, they've spent maybe months, years, uh, torn between two parents, two parents whom they would naturally love, um, and have been caught in the middle. 
So when you have managed to return a child, uh, can you comment on the outcome from the child's perspective? Yes, uh, it's personal. I, I will not mention names, but in one case, uh, after the, the father uh, bring back uh, their children to, to Lebanon, and they spent two years in Lebanon, uh, they, they was like uh, uh, 14 years old and 16 years old. Uh, they, they integrated well in the community, in the Lebanese community. And they had problems when they be, uh, back, they are back to, uh, to the US. So the, the little child uh, didn't affect because he was a child here in Lebanon. He was like uh, five, between five and uh, six years old. But the, the, the older daughters, yeah, uh, the, the, the outcome first three or four months uh, was disaster. After after uh, this uh, uh, period, no, they they reintegrated well in the American community. Since they the American community was uh, them uh, habitual domicile, so yes, uh, many outcomes uh, could come from from this kind of cases. You know, uh, you can see that the, the the children were happy in Lebanon. And they were obliged to come back to 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 uh, the United States, for example. So you will see that the left behind parent will be extremely happy, but it's not necessary that the child would would be happy. And because of that, it's uh, it's a must, and it's very needed the international organizations to start working on how we can integrate abducted children after we bring them home. And it's a social work, not just a legal work. Um, I, want, I want to go back to one thing that you mentioned earlier, Mohammed. So you mentioned before that uh, in Lebanon, when, a, when children have been abducted to Lebanon, the left behind parent still has a right to access those children, to see those children, maybe not to, maybe take some time to get the children returned, if that's possible, but that parent has the opportunity to see the children in a safe place, I assume, in Lebanon. Is that something that's a right for all, or is it something that you were able to get for your clients? And, and how did that kind of work out where they could see their children that were abducted? Very good question. Uh, first of all, yes, uh, it might uh, accessible uh, to all the left behind parents. So it's it's not very hard, or, or it's not easy, but also it's not very hard to to uh, to file a lawsuit uh, uh, under the subject of the uh, connection between mom and children or father and children. Uh, it would be affected by the religious courts. So it's very, really hard in the Shia court. It's much easier in the Sunni court. So uh, for if we want to generalize, yes, uh, every uh, mom or every, uh, let's say exactly every mom, uh, every mom uh, can ask uh, uh, to connect with her children, can ask the court to can to connect with her children, and uh, usually the court gives uh, like this uh, verdicts. We, as I told you, we made it before, and uh, a Canadian 
a client came from Canada to Lebanon for one month, and she was able to see her uh, lovely children five times, five or four times. I, I just, I want to refer again to the, to the verdict. It's not uh, between my hand now. But the, the, the court gives uh, the, the Canadian mom that she can uh, see uh, uh, her children five times per week uh, for one month. The problem was the place. And this, this is the thing we, we, uh, we, thought, uh, we, we talked about it, uh, Daniel, in our first uh, meeting, if you remember. Uh, usually, we don't have places or, uh, uh, if you want, a security places that the mom can see uh, her children if uh, she isn't Lebanese or if she... Uh, uh, if she don't have uh, a house in Lebanon. So uh, in, in the previous case, uh, the Canadian and her ex-husband and her uh, children was living in Beirut. But we obliged to move to the south, to Saida, because the, the only place in Lebanon that uh, they have like a... a uh, a little center uh, that provide you, that provide to the mother uh, a good place to see uh, or to connect with her children. So we make we make like 30 to 35 kilometer every day just for uh, let, uh, letting the, the Canadian mom to see her children in the only one uh, available center in Lebanon. So if we need to, to, to find uh, many uh, answers and many uh, uh, things that can help the IPCA, yes, we should start uh, identifying resources for starting like uh, the similar places. We need at least uh, four to five centers and we, we need one center in, in every province because if we, if we have these centers, we can uh, uh, file uh, uh, all the, the, the connection cases between the left behind parent and the abducted children. So we have obstacles. Uh, Eleven on uh, the known custom states that the automatic custody of the children uh, goes to the father, as we said that we have a, a patriarchal uh, society. And women uh, uh, here are disregarded greatly. I would say the obstacles I faced were more cultural and societal than they are legal. So for that, we need to, to, to make a, a, a social uh, act. We need to make a, a cultural act. And for that, I, I mentioned uh, building centers, making international organization concerning uh, advocacy and etc and etc even in international abduction cases uh, when i would be uh, representing a left behind mother in court uh, the general view of me was uh, of utter disgust you know as uh, if i was uh, uh, deliberately uh, defying uh, defying the flow of culture and violating the sacred rulings of religion uh, and very uh, uh, important thing to, to mention here. In this case, 
the judicial system did not consider she had rightfully custody, even though uh, we got a court order granting her custody from the US. So the court order was not implemented because the was born out of wedlock, as I mentioned before. And in my country, the Lebanese country, uh, this country is ruled by religious facts, as we mentioned before. So this was outrageous and immoral, and thus could not let it be. So uh, you can see the, 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 the many problems that uh, this case, uh, this case, this kind of cases can make. In another case, we had the issue of political interference in the judicial decisions. And I will not give uh, uh, many informations uh, concerned because it's uh, it's uh, it's on. Uh, we are still working on it. Okay, so I can't give any uh, information concerning it, but I can assume that we have uh, a crucial political interference by. So, uh, due to the difference in religious sex between the couple, the mother, uh, 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 the father. So the left behind the parent will be disregarded in court and it was not treaty, treated fairly, especially when he is uh, uh, foreign. And, and more especially when, the, when he is a, a female, not a male. So to me, it is a cultural and societal barrier rather than a legal one. Wow, Mohammed, um, I did not know that really it was that challenging and that you're really going that far against society. I think that's just amazing that what you're doing to stand up for, for these parents and most importantly for these children who, who we believe deserve both parents in their life. I think that's amazing given, you know, the way that society maybe looks at you or or your, you know, I don't know, your fellow Lebanese, given your, you know, interference in this. And um, I, I want to talk a bit about the economic crisis we're going through in Lebanon right now. Um, people might not know that don't know Lebanon very well, but we're going through one of the worst economic crises in the history of, of the world. Um, so basically, we're talking about unprecedented inflation, um, regular gas and electricity outages. And now we have 75% of the population of Lebanon living under the poverty line because of this crisis. So my question is to you, how has this economic situation particularly affected children who have been abducted to Lebanon or within Lebanon? Well, uh, I'm, currently handing, uh, I'm currently handling a case uh, in which the father abducted the children to Lebanon. And due to the economic crisis, uh, forces his children aged age 10 and eight years old to work as delivery boys. So this is the first impact, you know, uh, uh, without uh, talking about many economic crises. But when, when, you, when the children, uh, when the child become not secure, and when, when, he, uh, when he have like 10 and eight years old, and in the same time, he uh, he is obliging to to work as a delivery boy. Believe me, uh, you can you can uh, you can smell 
the 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 the, the impact of this economic crisis. This is in direct violation of their rights as children, and uh, their innocence children, uh, uh, their age uh, uh, should be running uh, around with their friends, playing and having fun. Instead, they are subjected to long hours of hard labor that is not fit to their age, and it's definitely dangerous. Okay. We are not talking about the lack of electricity, so the the, par- the left behind the parent cannot make any connection or cannot make any video call. We are not talking about the 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 the, the program food. We are not talking about how the how the children may may, may are starving because the the, the father who, who obliged her children uh, his children to work and they are eight. I guess they are starving in the house. So uh, uh, it is common here in Lebanon for parents to exploit their children and force them to work for money lately, of course. Especially with the economic crisis, the rate has risen greatly. And uh, for a child that was not born here, uh, does not know the language or the culture uh, to be thrown into the streets to work, it's a very dangerous thing, and and believe me, uh, uh, I can I can continue talking concerning the uh, 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 crisis here, the situation, the the economic crisis in Lebanon, and I can re- uh, 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 make uh, a connection between this uh, uh, situation and the IPCA case, uh, cases concern all the things I can I can. Uh, uh, talk and not stop for 10, 10 hours, believe me. Because we have crisis in every little thing, in the food, in the electricity, in the, in the transportation uh, routes, and in the highway. Uh, Lebanon was a very uh, uh, well-known country. Lebanon was, uh, uh, they, 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 uh, they make uh, a nickname for Lebanon. It's the Switzerland of the East before uh, uh, 40 years ago. But now, uh, as Daniel mentioned, it's the hardest situation uh, uh, to Lebanon in all his history. And believe me, dear brothers and colleagues, the history of Lebanon was started before uh, all the uh, Bible and the Old Testament, because uh, if you know, you can you can read about Lebanon and the Old Testament. When when uh, when I, I don't know, I don't remember if Moses or Abraham asked God about this spot, but God answered that no, uh, uh, leave this uh, uh, country or leave this forest. Uh, this forest it's called Lebanon, and it's for me only as a God. So Lebanon, it's like the first countries in the history. Uh, Lebanon, Syria, Mesopotamia, uh, Egypt. You know, the, 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 the history started here. And when we are talking about uh, uh, a crisis, uh, the, the hardest crisis in the history, we are talking about the hardest crisis since like 30,000 years. So it's 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 not it's not believe me, 
uh, you will not recognize uh, 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 how hard is the situation if you didn't uh, uh, come to Lebanon and see. And I guess that Daniel can help me uh, to describe the the, uh, the economical crisis here in Lebanon. You're absolutely right. It's it's an extremely difficult one that we're faced every day, and it's it's children that are most vulnerable to so many different things. And it's it's no surprise then that the UN, who plays a very active role in Lebanon and the local government in Lebanon, that their main focus is is mitigating these vulnerabilities for children. So access to food, to education, safe transportation, medicine, vaccine. So then my question is to you, among all those other challenges that children are facing, how do we also ensure that the government and the UN see the risk of parental abduction in Lebanon and to Lebanon? Uh, let me say, uh, through the legal uh, assessments, and studies that I hope research and studies unit is conducting. And through international cooperation between us and and similar organizations in general, uh, as a private sector, uh, international NGOs are trying to find alternatives for the Hague Convention. When we uh, sat with, uh, I remember with the representative Smith last summer, we were discussing the possibility of resolving IPCA cases through, uh, let's say, MOUs between uh, USA uh, uh, and Arabic countries that are not signatory to the Hague. It was a sort of arbitration or a, uh, on a larger, uh, larger scale. Uh, and believe me when I say the US, uh, America, USA uh, is one of countries most involved in IPCA and, and, and they work to, to preserve the right of abducted children and ensure their safe return. I can personally say we can attribute our success, our success uh, many times to the presence of an American element. Believe me, uh, we have a lot of ideas and programs that we are working on to try to put pressure on the governments to try to change the laws, to try to put uh, an end for IPCA. But now, uh, I don't know if they are working uh, to, to stop IPCA. We have a lot of things to do, as I hope. But uh, for the governmental work or for the UN work now, it's like totally uh, zero. Uh, I didn't, uh, I tried to find a similar program held by UN in Lebanon concerning the IPCA, I found nothing. Uh, I tried to address to the UN uh, concerning the IPCA, and I, I tried to address uh, to a similar uh, um, uh, a, a similar government uh, here in the MENA region. No one respond, and no one ask or no one care about the 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 the, the IPCA. Uh, whether uh, uh, the DPCA, domestic parental child or uh, abduction, or the IPCA, so uh, it all this work is relying on the private sector. I didn't find any uh, important contribution, whether from the government, the Lebanese government, or from the UN. But as I told you, uh, if we are talking about the governments, uh, the international governments in general. 
uh, I was uh, the one who witnessed how the uh, the USA uh, try to try its most to handle uh, a similar cases. So I think it's it's now time that we also talk a bit about I hope and your amazing work that you're doing there. So can you tell us a bit about your civil society organization, your mission, and the work you're doing today in Lebanon and around the world? Look, uh, in general, Daniel, uh, I hope uh, at I hope uh, children are let's say the, the center of attention. Uh, as they are the the, the bright generation uh, that uh, will grow up to shape the the future uh, by preserving their rights and ensuring uh, they are capable of becoming the best version of themselves. Uh, It's it's totally like a better world will be created. So uh, uh, it would be the the, the division of I hope. uh, I'm trying to to describing the the the, the uh, I'm trying to make uh, a definition concerning uh, I hope vision, especially for the children. So we are not just uh, working on the IPCA, as I told you before. Uh, we are working on the all uh, the uh, sectors uh, concerning the child protection, like the unregistered children in Lebanon. Just, just for, for an example, and out of all the subject, you know that we have between 30,000 to 40,000 newborn every year, and we can't recognize if this baby born are Syrian or are Lebanese. And for that, we have a system called like unregistered uh, children, and this child will stay the whole of his, his life without uh, 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 identity uh, of a Lebanese identity. So it's even it's it's a, it's a problem. It's a big it's a bigger than IPCA itself. So our mission as I hope is to help to offer to protect and empower outcasted individuals with a particular focus on children. We are aiming to uh, legally defend human rights and shed light to the abuse uh, and justice uh, and faults in the judicial system uh, uh, as well uh, as build a fortified global network of human rights advocates uh, that are able to create strong local and international connections and uh, alliances uh, and this is uh, exactly what we are doing with you, Daniel. And we are uh, we 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 do it before with uh, back home with Jeffrey Morehouse and with I stand, Dr. Noel Hunter. So that the whole purpose is to create this strong local and international connections with national and international organizations and governments around the world. And and believe me, uh, uh, this is another answer. Uh, to your uh, previous question uh, about how we can uh, uh, make that the make the uh, the governments and the UN uh, present uh, contributions, uh, whether concerning IPCA or child protection uh, in general. So, our uh, perspective, our our concept, as as I told you, to to create strong and uh, 
uh, strong local or international uh, connections and to start working on the social aspects. We, we have many things to, 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 to provide in this uh, field, even for the uh, uh, unfinished case. And I will give you an example concerning the uh, European Union itself. Many cases uh, uh, didn't achieve a happy ending. So after that, the lawyer tried all the ways, he didn't get uh, the children uh, to the other country and he didn't bring, bring them back home. Okay, it's not mean that the connection between the mother and her children should stop. No, and even though uh, we are focusing on the connection between the children and his original government itself. I will give you an example. If the habitual, if, if the habitual domicile was in France and the Lebanese father abducted the children to Lebanon, and let's say the children have like between uh, three, four, uh, until six years old. The first of all, and regardless the situation of the children and the family and the abducted parent and the other left behind the parent, this child is, uh, is a French uh, citizen. And, and uh, uh, if you bring uh, him uh, earlier in Lebanon, like when he has like four or five years, he will stay a French, a French citizen, but without any concern of any culture of any French cultural things, and and you can rely this problem to the terrorism itself, and and this is the crucial problem, because as you know. Not all the IPCA cases will finish with a happy ending. And because of that, even if we didn't bring back home the children, the, the governments, the original governments of the child, they should act directly and, and strongly, and they should act fast to, to keep the French culture or the American culture or the specific culture for the children. If you ask me why, or if you have asked me how, I can tell you that we can make uh, legal cases uh, to, uh, to oblige uh, the father uh, for the implementation. Uh, we are trying to, 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 to finalize a case that we are asking the judge to oblige uh, the father to uh, put his ch child in the uh, French uh, uh, mission uh, center here in Lebanon, uh, Mission, Mission Laïque Française. Uh, and we didn't finish yet, but I guess that we will take this, uh, this uh, order. And it will be the, the, the first order uh, uh, in the world concerning the IPCA because we are not trying to bring them home because uh, everything, it, uh, it's like it, uh, it stopped. We can't bring them home, but we are keeping the, the genuine culture 
for them. And this is a very important thing to keep the integration later for the child if he chooses to move back to the US or the French after or, or, or France after he uh, he have like 18 years old and he have the right to make uh, anything he wants. That's that's great, Mohammed. So my last question for you is um, if any of our listeners would like to follow the work that you're doing at IHOPE or to get in touch with you potentially, you know, regarding an international parental abduction case, how can they do so? Yes, uh, I will uh, talk about uh, the connection with IHOPE, but also I would be glad if I can continue about the, 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 the goal uh, about IHOPE is try to, uh, to implement or to achieve. So, uh, and uh, regarding our uh, draft MOU and regarding our uh, partnership with uh, other entities, the goal is to create a global network and work on several fronts. Each party is familiar with their own context. Each of us uh, has a role to play. Uh, the ties we create uh, make it easier to move forward with resolving abduction cases. So this is an international cause. The problem of IPCA is growing due to the increase in international marriages. What That is why countries uh, have to reach to a, a unified mechanism to resolve the abduction cases in a very a clear manner. And for that, we, we, we made the, the newsletter and we will talk uh, uh, about the newsletter uh, once I finish uh, the, the the concept and uh, the, the goal of uh, IHO. So uh, although the High Convention is extremely important, but it, uh, it is facing a lot of obstacles with the countries that are signatory to it, uh, there should be a new path paved uh, revolving around international cooperation. It can be through data exchange to create statistics on the cases, uh, advocate uh, to, to, to resolve these cases. Uh, and uh, as I say always, an attorney, no matter how brilliant he or she is in, in their line of work, cannot make a big difference on a, uh, such uh, every scale. So therefore, through organizations like I hope, like Find My Parent, like I Stand, like Bring Them Home, uh, like, like many similar organizations, whether uh, from France or from EU or from Canada, uh, through these organizations, we are trying to make a difference on a global scale. And for I hope through its partnership with my friend, Find My Parent and I Stand, and its international newsletter, this is the link between the West and the Middle East. And we try to lobby and act for change in this newsletter. And we also aim to expand and involve as many individuals and organizations and governments as we can to resolve this issue. As you know, parental abduction is never going to end 100%, but I hope as an attorney to decrease the rate uh, as much as possible and uh, let's say uh, be able to successfully uh, return an abducted child and reunite them with their parents. Uh, 
let me shed light about uh, the uh, newsletter, uh, my last uh, words. Uh, we, uh, we, we are finalizing the first issue of the international newsletter concerning IPCA. We called her uh, the legal diary. Uh, it's a mixture of uh, advocacy, legal work, legal studies, uh, WhatsApp uh, uh, news, uh, uh, technological news concerning IPCA. Uh, we will start uh, uh, launching uh, the distributing uh, after two days on uh, Friday. And we already talked with Daniel uh, about the cooperation between Find My Parent and uh, uh, I hope. And let and I am glad to to inform you that uh, Daniel and Find My Parent uh, has their own article in our first issue. Uh, I hope that you will like it. Uh, I hope that you can uh, give us uh, a real critic, uh, criticize, uh, criticize the uh, newsletter. This newsletter will distribute four uh, times uh, in a year. So we will have four issues. It will be a, tri a trimestrial uh, newsletter. Uh, we are uh, seeking the, the, uh, the most uh, uh, or the biggest distribution list. We are still working on it. Uh, even Daniel uh, uh, trying to help us in this issue. And uh, I'm very happy because of our cooperation with Find My Parent. And I'm very glad to, to, to express uh, our feeling as a High Hope founder that uh, we are happy uh, in this cooperation and uh, find my parents, uh, uh, believe me, uh, they are trying to present us uh, an international platform concerning IPCA and they are uh, good in this uh, uh, things. They have the, the most talented uh, application. Uh, we have many... Uh, 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 we have many things to, to share concerning this application. Uh, it's a rage against the IPCA, and we should make uh, uh, the, 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 the important advertising uh, again for this uh, applications and for this international uh, newsletter. We should also uh, cooperate in many other things, not just the, the legal studies. Uh, it's the time to, to starting advocacy, even online. Even, even making uh, international conferences. Uh, now we have Zoom. After the corona crisis, you know, uh, the, the most uh, easiest thing is to make a, a, a conference on, uh, on uh, Zoom or a team meeting. Of course, we should take the, the, the Lebanese <laughs> economical crisis, electricity and internet into consideration. But uh, believe me, it's the time, it's, it's our time to start uh, working uh, on many other scales, to start uh, integrating the international organizations. Uh, for uh, how you can uh, follow us, please feel free to follow our LinkedIn or visit our web website. I will uh, put it now in the uh, www.ihope.world. You know, we choose world because we are trying to, to seeking the uh, every child in this world. I know it's 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 kind of a human uh, uh, purpose. It's, it's very hard, but we are trying uh, our most. And uh, the LinkedIn page is, I hope, as uh, as it mentioned, 
uh, we have now a social media strategy after launching our first uh, uh, newsletter we will start also in the to to establish a facebook page and a twitter page and i will send all these uh, things uh, and all this news to daniel and she will share uh, all the uh, all i hope news with, uh, with you, dear colleagues. The links for all of IHOPE's website and social media platforms are in the description of this episode. And I assume, Mohammed, that anybody that wants to read the newsletter can read it on your website. Thank you very much. And believe me, uh, this, is a, uh, this is a collective uh, collective work. Uh, me, uh, sorry, I hope I find my parent. I stand, uh, uh, we can't live uh, if we didn't unite. So believe me, it's, it's, a, it's a new step uh, in this past because we need this uh, uh, union. We need this coalition to, to, to start uh, working on, on, on bigger scale, especially that we have many problems in the MENA region, not just in Lebanon. At least in Lebanon, we, 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 we had luck. We, we bring back many uh, cases. But if you want to, to speak about uh, the, the Gulf, and uh, I don't mind that we can speak uh, about the, the Gulf situation in another podcast, but believe me, it's, 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 uh, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Uh, concerning the, the abducted children to Saudi Arabia, to, to Emirates, to, to, to Qatar, to, to Bahrain, to Egypt. Uh, it's, a, it's a catastrophe. And we can make, uh, we can make uh, uh, a good word and a new word, even in the MENA region, if we start collaborating uh, with this coalition and uh, put our uh, efforts together to, uh, to make a contribution uh, in handling this IPCA because no one can finish uh, the IPCA cause matters and the problems. We just uh, are a, a, a modest soldiers and we can make our little contribution. And I hope that our coalition will uh, start uh, uh, making a very good contribution concerning this topic. And thank you very much for today. Sorry for my breeze. Sorry for my voice. Uh, no, my no, voice. everything's uh, perfect. It's but perfect. believe me, uh, I'm, 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 I'm still fasting <laughs> since uh, yeah. uh, 13, uh, 13 uh, hour. Yeah, and uh, I, I wake up early because uh, I should uh, went to my office earlier this day. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry for uh, for this exhausted voice. Uh, believe me, I, I was very. Uh, I am actually very happy to to make this podcast, and uh, uh, I have the faith in you as I find my parent because you are doing great, and I have faith in your platform, and I'm very happy because of our cooperation. Thank you thank, very much. Thank you, Mohammed. No, it was great. Mohammed. Thank you, Mohammed, for spending today with us to tell us a bit more about the complex issue of child custody and parental abduction in Lebanon. We are very excited at Find My Parent to join forces with IHOPE to really create positive change for children around the world. I'd like to invite our listeners to visit IHOPE's website, www.ihope.world. You can also subscribe to IHOPE's newsletter there. There are two pieces that also feature Find My Parent. 
And if you would also like to follow iHope on any of their social media accounts, please check the description of this episode for the links. Basil, did you have any final thoughts on this episode? I think Muhammad very clearly outlined from the legal perspective how it's important to be nimble, to adjust to certain situations. From the parental side, it's clear that it requires patience. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I felt that Muhammad's approach, particularly to maintaining a cultural tie to the home country, uh, was very interesting and very innovative. And I think we'll serve the children uh, well in the future should they choose to return once they're of legal age. I would completely agree. And I really appreciate the child-centered focus that I hope is taking. That is a similar goal of Find My Parents. We strongly believe that children are the victims of parental abduction and they pay the highest price. And so it's very refreshing to see another organization putting the needs of vulnerable children first. And I, again, really appreciate all the work Muhammad is doing, especially work that's going against local culture and values and customs, and that he is often being perhaps even judged upon. So I I believe that's really amazing. And Find My Parent is very excited to enter a strategic partnership with IHOPE to continue this great work and to make sure that our impact is even larger and helps more children. I would remind everybody that's listening today that the goal of this podcast is to share knowledge with you and to let you know that you're not alone. With that said, if you need any specific legal advice, we do recommend reaching out to a qualified legal practitioner for that advice. If you're a minor or perhaps don't understand certain parts of this episode, please do reach out to a responsible adult or someone who can explain the episode to you. We've done our best to make sure that this episode doesn't offend anybody. Of course, if you have any questions or comments, you are more than welcome to reach out to me anytime at danielle.daura at findmyparent.org. If you have been separated from your parent, or perhaps someone you know has been separated from their parent, please go to our website, findmyparent.org, where you can start the search today for your missing parent. With the help of our artificial intelligence technology, you can be matched and reunited with your parent or child. If you're part of an NGO, private company, or any other type of organization that is passionate about this topic, please get in touch with us on our website as well. We would love to work together to create a greater impact. Okay, everybody, that's it for this week. We hope to speak to you next week. Until then, take care. You can be just like me. You're double. Oh, you have-